Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio, it's the Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode: COVID Super Panel states their overwhelming concerns about the COVID jabs. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Are you on your best behavior? Yes, sir. Starting my day that way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Undiluted Truth. I am Ben. And without any further delay, let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing today? Fantastic, Ben. You? I am doing wonderful. Yes, indeedy. Mr. McGreedy, whoever that is. (laughs) Mr. McGreedy. Yeah. Well, there's lots of people that are greedy. Um, Yes. Some of them we've been talking about on podcasts. You know it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The old saying, follow the money, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Follow the money and and go ahead and try to take some. Oh, ooh. Uh, Mm. You know, okay. I <laughs> just a quick afterthought. I wouldn't want their money. Uh, yeah, in all, in all honesty, uh, yeah, I'm okay just where I'm at, uh, depending on God to take care of me and my needs. So, That's right. uh, you, you know, I, I, another quick thought here. You know, that's how some of these individuals get caught up in the trap, and I can't remember the scientist or doctor that Tess Lori was talking about. Uh, remember that doctor that she was having that conversation with in in that episode that he oh. was he was basically bought. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she, that wasn't that wasn't Pierre Corey. No, 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 no. no, no it was no, someone no. that that she had talked with and, Pierre Corey about or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was it was the ivermectin. Yeah, uh, I forget his uh, name. Shut yeah. down and 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 quash of the drug right through the WHO and and all of that. So right. Ah, boy, I can. I remember her mentioning Pierre Corey in the episode. That's yes, a, all, yes, but, they, yeah. right. But uh, yeah, money is corrupting many, and you know, mm-hmm. and we've mentioned this, even though this whole topic has been made, you know, from the pandemic to the the vaccines or the jabs, uh, has all of this stuff has been made political. Yes, and it's being made political simply because it's who, who's going to play ball. I don't call that political. I'll say it again: we've got a not a health crisis in this country or in the world. We have a corruption crisis, right? And and that really is what it is. And hey, we've got. I mean, you can't. You really can't come up with a, a better name if it unless you add a duper to it. Super duper. Uh, yeah. Uh, COVID. Uh, summit council <laughs> panel, you yeah, know. Right, right. Uh, but these guys are, it's, you know, uh, Dr. Robert Malone, Brian Cole, and Richard Urso, doctors, mm-hmm. uh, talking with uh, Dell Bigtree in this small round table, if you will. And there will be some added uh, interjection and comments from Dr. Geert Vandenbosch at some okay. point, I think. But nevertheless, we've been gathering information uh, from this group of people. And by the way, welcome to all of you rock tumblers and 
truth seekers uh, out there joining us uh, uh, across the fruited plains of the world. Well, you know, I, I don't know, have, have you taken a geographic look at uh, the listeners lately, Ben? Um, I, I looked only to see if we had reached any more countries yes. uh, the other day, and I think we're up to 37 Wow. Different countries okay. now. So well, we are, one or two other people from different countries had, had exactly. come on. And, and, and the one thing that we, I mean, but, it, it would be. But it's all over the world. So, I mean, yes, that's it really I, is. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, two people here and, you know, eight people there and right. 40 people, you know, it is reaching. And it doesn't really matter because these people can tell their friends and they don't have to download it. And that's really the idea. Right. We are simply just trying to help get the word out and get facts out that are going to help people make an educated decision on their personal health and the the personal health of their family and friends. And that really is the important thing. Right. And yes. hopefully uh, here soon we're going to cover some, I, I guess, some visions or some things that we feel like are coming down the pike and how are we going to be prepared for those. So okay. um, it's it's all good. It's, you know, we're, we're glad to be here and we're going to continue to be here. I'm not going anywhere when it comes to this. Uh, yeah. It, and it never ceases to amaze me. Uh, what is out there, and the the individuals that are turning south on mankind and and their brethren, if you will, yeah, uh, and, and it's sad. There, there's a lot of sad mm-hmm. cases, and what a lot of this has has done to me or for me, I should say, is is it's caused me to really pause and sift information slowly because. I'm tending not to trust anything I hear, and it doesn't matter who's yeah. saying it. I don't. I right. don't look at you know the, the political side anymore. It's I. You almost have to take a a position of the 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 person. Don't see who they are, and somehow you know a lot of people you can identify through the radio. You hear their voice, and you go, "I know, I know who that is." Right. You exactly. almost have to try to neutralize that and mm-hmm. and say. Well, let's take what they said and line it up with evidence, resources, right. studies, you know, X, Y, and Z. And where does that fall? Yeah. You know, the days of just reacting right away, mm-hmm. uh, some we already know. We, we might know about 98% of the truth, and it's just verification of what we already know. Mm-hmm. Those are easy. This, not so much. Uh, you know, a lot of the information that we're gathering it. And there again, that's what I like about these guys, because they are complimenting each other on their expertise, and there are certain areas of uh, expertise and education and so forth. So uh, this is good, because it's not, there again, 100% agreement right on down the line as they read their proverbial scripts. That that does, that's not happening here. You know, you you hear that in some of the mainstream Mm -hmm. media where... It's the same thing, the mantra right across the board, and this is honest, uh, honest to goodness, men wanting to help their patients and and other members of mankind, which is everyone. Yeah, you yeah. you did you did pique my interest though about that other person that we can't remember his name. Um, that <laughs> that we're pretty sure the one was bought. Yeah, bought. yeah. yeah. Um, 
I don't know why I can't remember his name. <laughs> Usually we're pretty good at remembering names. Yes, and we now are. you got me curious. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to go back and listen to our own podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> yes, that one even out. the nefarious. Yeah. I, I, yes. So, but you, yeah, you got me curious there. No. Yeah, no. Well, don't don't get me sidetracked here. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we are going to be gathering uh, more information from this panel uh, through the High Wire and Dell Bigtree. And the question is being posed to them here is, what is your major concern, gentlemen, with this jab going forward? Yeah. What is it based on what we know? Mm-hmm. And, and the neat thing is they're – they are finding out more information pretty much daily. That's what they're doing. They're seeing. So great question, and we're going to pipe in here. Dell is going to finish the question, and I believe Dr. Brian Cole is going to be the first one to answer. So, All right. All right. In your seat. Yeah. Hats on. Seat yep. belts buckled on. Up. Yeah, buckle up. Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. Is... When you look at this vaccine now, and you know, especially people that are just going to keep injecting this into their body, what is your greatest concern? I want to eat from each one of you, actually. For, so let me start, uh, you know, with you, Dr. Cole. What is what you're seeing? Or what is your biggest concern with this vaccine right now? If you were to pick one, that it's going to lead to severe chronic disease of the immune suppressed type obviously in a set percentage, the cancers, but I'm, I'm highly concerned that we are greatly altering detrimentally permanently the immune system of individuals that keep getting these shots. Mm. And it doesn't cover the virus. Uh, Omicron, it doesn't cover it. It makes your risk of disease worse, as you know, mm. it makes your outcomes worse. And to give a chronic lipid nanoparticle and a chronic spike-making factory in your body, in your cells, and we know that spike is toxic, we are messing up permanently the immune systems of people, and who knows what disease they're going mm-hmm. to die from them from from that secondarily. Dr. Urso, what's your biggest concern? Okay, just wanted to, before Dr. Urso gets into his answer, we did play that mm-hmm. in our last episode, but right. felt that Dr. Cole's response was worthy of hearing again and hearing these guys all three collectively. But, you know, the, the thing that we need to understand is chronic. It's, it's not as if this thing is okay. Well, we got the jab today. Heck it's been four months. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Yeah. There's something that he's seeing very suspicious going down the road from here. So just wanted to mention that. Right. Here we go. Uh, continue on here with, uh, uh, Dr. Urso uh, answering. I would, I would tag on to what he said. The immune suppression is a big problem. I also think the immune dysregulation, and, and in some sense, it's, it's not really a dysregulation. I think of the immune system, I think of like first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear. So what we're seeing is, you know, the innate system, maybe first gear, second gear, the antibody response. Um, and what I would say is, once you get that second shot, and then you get basically another, another, another injection, on that third shot, the immune system starts to say, you know, we're not doing a good job with antibody neutralization. This product keeps showing up. It keeps showing up. So why don't we step it up? Let's go to third gear, bring in cytotoxic T, T lymphocytes. Why don't we go to fourth gear and bring in, um, you know, um, uh, the uh, complement system? 
why don't we get so 50? this is our immune system is what's doing this yeah, it's, it's sort of just keeps running. it's up it's because it's, it's like i'm still under attack whatever i've done before clearly didn't work let me try something else basically Natural no idea cells. that the body's being injected purposefully even though the body's attempted to fight or create antibodies and do what it thought it was supposed to do yep so immune suppression immune dysregulation okay dr malone the two things okay so we'll pause there and yeah, I, I found something very interesting in what he just said, mm -hmm. um, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this goes back to, was it Sherry Tenpenny? I think it, it was either her or Judy Mikovits, I think, that was saying that after the third jab, the third jab, if you remember that part, takes down your immune system. I think that was And he mentioned after the third shot... Right, your body is trying to do different things and is ramping up different stuff, yes. but it's it's your immune system has also been suppressed, is what they're saying. So I found that interesting that correlation because that's exactly what either Sherry Tenpenny or Judy Mikovits was talking about. Yeah, that's what on he, that one episode. That's what they're calling uh, the cytokine storm. Right? Okay, right. Okay. So I mean, it's and he's he's calling them, you know, these. Well, the these cytokines, these mm -hmm. these defenders are ramping it up because they they can't see any difference. I mean, they're 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 fighting a losing battle. So okay, right. So it's almost, and it, I haven't heard it said, but it it reminds me of well, what happens when you get chemotherapy? What is what is it? Right. It's okay. it's it's kill everything. It's kill yeah. everything in sight because we've got you know. We've got to protect, well, you know, you're... or we, or, or well, let's go back. Yeah, we're we think saying. we're protecting, but we mm -hmm. can't identify the enemy, so kill them all. It's all. It's almost, I guess, similar to what? What uh, is it? Autoimmune? Yes. Where uh -huh. it, your body basically doesn't know, and it's just attacking it's, itself. It's now. attacking itself. That's so right. because it can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. That's exactly That's right. Sad, so. But that was my quick comment on. No, no, it was, it was yeah. very good, very good. So, all right, like it. now, Doctor Malone oh, answering boy. the same question. Yep, here we go. Two things that we haven't touched on that I have in in Doctor McCullough shares in particular, Peter, on the cardiotoxicity risk concerns. So uh, it's now clear not only that these shots are clearly associated with cardiotoxicity, myocarditis, and pericarditis. Mm -hmm. um, there has been an attempt to minimize the nature and duration of that damage, but it's becoming more and more clear as the data are rolling in. Remember, we're still just, what, a year and a half after rollout of these yeah. vaccines, okay? Normally, it's you know three years after finishing the phase three before we go to licensure. We've rushed all this stuff out, and the data are coming in stronger and stronger that these are causing subclinical myocarditis may be occurring in the majority of vaccine recipients if you test the right enzymes, okay? Wow. Wow. That's a big one, yeah. right? Um, mm. Clinical myocarditis in boys in the Hong Kong study is a huge number. It's something like one in 2,000, one in 3,000 boys have to go to the hospital after the, typically their second dose. Then we have these data coming in. Well, I want to pause that for a second. Young men 
or having to go to the hospital because of uh, of effects of myocard myocarditis. And this is and 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 they were showing these the report the study right up on the, wow. on the screen here. So okay, that's that number is outrageous in my opinion. Yeah, I mean after after two. Uh-huh. And and we we've heard prior uh, just earlier that they're looking in Israel. They're going up to five. Right. I, I can. Right. I mean, this is this is so interesting. How the human mind starts to accept things that are so a, 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 a a short time ago are so far fetched mm-hmm. and so outrageous. Right, you're starting to go. Well, they got five coming along. Maybe they'll be at six. Boy, pretty soon, guys, they're going to be at ten and twelve. Yeah, and and you think the second one is bad because what it means is the first one is no good anymore. Mm-hmm. The second one is no good anymore. Mm-hmm. The third now if. With all that being said, my mind goes to drug addicts when if you can't get the drug of choice, you're going to do whatever you can get your hands on. Mm-hmm. My my thing is, is what else is in these other jabs that may not be exactly like the first jab? And okay. how is that going to interact? And what kind of synergy is going to come off of of those two things or a number of things together. And then you're going to get into three and four and all of this is going on in your body. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't think of anything else more valuable than me. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to be very selfish right now and say me, I'm more valuable than it. So that's, what's so amazing to me is they're talking about multiple jabs mm-hmm. as if, well, we've we've already accepted the fact that there's going to be more based on no reason, no correct. And I was going to say science, and I'm about tired of that word. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, aren't, aren't you about tired of I, that, Ben? I am, and... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. he's about tired of it too. Well, I, I mean, yeah. but isn't that you know we're having this conversation as if we're talking about well, uh, hey, uh, when when are you going down to get the, your next uh, shot of poison, Ben? Uh, well, as soon as we get done with this podcast. Yeah, Mark, and, and how far uh, along are you? Right down there. Is this your third one? Oh no, I'm I'm way past that. I'm I'm oh. on my eighth now. Well, you're just rubbing it in, aren't you? Yeah, you got to well, catch up. Golly, right? I mean, I how many? Catch. You've only had like like two or yeah, something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Two. You got to catch yeah. up. Now. Man, I've got. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the way it is, isn't it? It's a race it, to see who can get the most. Yeah, yes, I, I, I don't. I mean, in all reality, that's what we're talking about. And my hat's off to these guys. I could only imagine what there again is going on in their mind. Yeah, as they're explaining this, and in a way of going, this is really not good. And this, and and they've got the ability almost to turn your body inside out and look at it and go, well, this right. is what's going to happen. And you know, and then yeah. they're young men in China. I think yeah. he mentioned a a. <laughs> A city, but I know okay. I'm pretty sure it was was China. The reports I mean, were coming out of there, 
second shot are rushed off with myocarditis symptoms and and issues. Yeah, I I just ay ay ay. I mean, going going back to your statement real quick about science, it's just I'm frustrated hearing people quote claim that like we kind of have discussed on one of the most recent ones kind of that they claim that they're following science when when you're looking at the actual facts which are should be based off of actual science because conclusions give you those facts um it's just like no you're not really following any science so I mean that's my yes. that's my frustration with the word science yeah. right right now. It's right. just like stop saying it because you're not actually yeah. following it, you know. Yeah. But the people that are truly following it, I mean, I got no problem with science because we need science, absolutely. Right? But so that that's right. that's my frustration with it. I think that's what you were kind of maybe getting at. But yes, yeah, it's just. Uh, but but mm. but the the accepting of where we are. This is well, yeah. You know the hyperbolizing. You know the the just. It's almost it's almost such a major over exaggeration. And then, but it's true, right? You know, it's you go. Yeah, this is not just you know some broad. You know, let's see how big a fish story we can tell. Mm-hmm. This is actual facts that have the 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 internal i guess literary uh, facts of being way way out mm-hmm. and that's why that's why it, it sometimes i pause and go i i really can't believe we're having this conversation right you know i, mm-hmm. I just yeah but uh, here we go uh, and and i can you know i can tell some of the the way these guys are talking about this I'm sure that's crossing their mind, and and also, how can we stop this? Yeah, you know, yeah. those are the guys that we, you know, you and I depend on correcting it, stopping it, possibly mm-hmm. uh, giving us the information, and and that's where the line is being drawn as a divider. Yeah, you know, some people yeah. are going, hey, these guys are saying this, and then there's the group that, well, no, these guys have the science. Right. You know, the, the, these guys say we need eight, nine, and I, I trust them. We need the more vaccines, the better. But yeah, I mean that's almost well, not, like not to continue. You know, the, 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 but the more shots ask, of heroin you get, the better. But if but if you ask them for proof, it's like they'll they'll skirt, they'll like go all over the place try trying to. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like show me the evidence. If you want me to believe it, show me show me the proof. Yeah, not just just talk. Right, and that's you know, that's and and. Like you've been saying, these guys are showing the proof, mm-hmm. you know. So yes, uh, yeah. I mean, even I, th- I believe it was even Geert Vandenbosch that was talking about that people needed to stop, or maybe it was Robert Malone in one of the podcasts, but uh, that we needed to stop making decisions based off of absolutely no science whatsoever. Right. I mean, yeah. That, that's yeah. Yeah. That's kind of well. I we're think at. both of them, in 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 sort of roundabout way, have said that. So, yeah. but anyway, wow. Here we go back to uh, Doctor Malone. 
that the myocarditis um, signal is cumulative. So if you take one dose, you have a lower risk. Two doses, it's higher. Three doses, it's still higher. So you have cumulative cardiotoxicity. I mean, dose dependency tends to be, isn't that one of the major... <laughs> marks of pharmacology and toxicology. Like if there's a red flag, Absolutely. it's the fact that it's it's dose dependency should be firing that off. It's usually considered to be proof. If you see a dose-dependent relationship of a cardi of a toxic event, it's usually considered to be, you know, for people don't understand. Fruit. It means it's not random anymore. It's not yeah. just like oh, like in random. Well, it was just it was a coincidence it happened. It's but, not coincidental. If you add a little bit more, it gets worse. And a little bit more, it gets worse. <laughs> Clearly, it's having an effect. And and there's this <laughs> bizarre attempt. In I don't know how else to label it. It's it's the combination of censorship and propaganda. To, to somehow convince the public that clinical myocarditis, it can be mild, and that this is something that children recover from. What I'm hearing from frontline cardiologists, and uh, for the uh, announcement that we made yesterday, for instance, you saw Kirk Milhound, who's an MD, PhD, pediatric cardiologist with a PhD in cardiac inf and vascular inflammation, okay, so incredibly knowledgeable. Right. Peter McCullough is talking about this all the time now. We're, we're seeing that the, the event horizon of death and damage from this is not going away. It's behaving more like the classic profile of myocarditis, which mm. has a five-year mortality what something like fifteen to twenty percent? Okay, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to really get people wow. um, wound up about this. My intent is not to uh, scare people, but mm. we got to be realistic about what the data are showing, and the data are indicating that this myocarditis that's being observed, the clinical myocarditis, persists. We're seeing all kinds of evidence of sudden death in high-performance athletes. We're mm. seeing, I'm, I'm told, this is anecdotal, that the bodybuilder community and the, a lot of the high-performance athlete community that have very high levels of testosterone are having very unusual levels of mortality from cardiac events associated with the vaccination. So the myocarditis Jab. and the cardiotoxicity mm -hmm. and the cumulative cardiotoxicity is one of the big ones. Now, there's another one, Dell, that's, that's sitting out there and the reports are starting to come in again and again. And what, what I hear that really bothers me from nurses and primary care obstetricians is that there are strong disincentives for them to report what's being observed in the pregnancy suite, mm. in the delivery suite. But what I'm hearing is anecdotal data that has to be followed up, but is something that we've been concerned about from the get-go because we knew about the biodistribution, particularly homing into the ovaries. We knew that women were reporting dysmenorrhea, irregular menstrual uh, cycles, um, skips in their menstrual cycle, elderly women that are suddenly having menses. All of these, are the menstruation is driven by the ovaries. And we know these lipid nanoparticles go to the ovaries from the data from Pfizer. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing mm -hmm. these data now, at first, it was discounted that these were hysterical women that were having these problems with their menses, which is so mid-century um, and so offensive to most women. Right. Um, and now we're hearing reports from obstetricians again and again of spontaneous abortions, birth defects, 
sudden infant death shortly after mm. birth, all kinds of irregularities. And the, there is this, again, this same pattern of denial rather than the normal situation would be that the pharmacovigilance uh, network associated with these drugs and these pharmaceutical companies and the regulatory bodies would be kicking into high gear right now. Mm -hmm. They would be saying, okay, this is sounding like it's a problem. It's a reproductive problem. I mean, that's not a trivial thing. You know, when I first learned about the FDA um, and I was first taught about it, in a detailed way when I was working for a Dineport vaccine company right after the anthrax attacks. Mm-hmm. We had people come in and lecture us about the history of the FDA. And what they tell is the history of thalidomide and how that totally transformed the FDA. That the sensitivity- For people that don't know thalidomide, a morning sickness drug that ultimately created babies that were missing limbs Major and like that. Effects, right? right. Oh, and, wow. and it was only because an intrepid FDA officer mm. um, really went to the mat to say that this wasn't right and something had to be done about it. And she's considered a hero in the, in the um, you know, legacy of the FDA and really the whole federal government. And Francis, your old-time Kelsey. And yet now we're in this situation in which there's so many disincentives from, for federal bureaucrats working in these agencies to say anything that might compromise their employment opportunities after they leave with the pharmaceutical industry, that they do nothing. And here we have a Mm. growing signal of reproductive compromise. And again, you know, we're we're talking about um, all the way through pregnancy, they're being encouraged, women are being encouraged to take the shot without substantial data about safety. This has been the case all the way through. It's nonsensical. And so you ask me, what are the things that I'm worried about? Absolutely, cancer, viral reactivation, immunosuppression, cardiotoxicity, all kinds of blood clotting problems. You know, blood clots in the brain cause a little problem. Right. The brain, just like the heart, does not heal. Okay, it scars. Wow. And then, then, as if that isn't bad enough, we have these reproductive toxicology problems, and it goes right back to the original dossier because the FDA treated this as if it was a normal vaccine, quote, whatever normal vaccine happens to be, and (laughs) not like a gene therapy product, which is what it was. And they didn't do reproductive toxicology rigorously. They didn't do genotoxicity. They didn't do biodistribution. They didn't do pharmacokinetics. It goes on and on. Why didn't they do their job? And, you know, there's, mm. This is something that the public ought to be pretty darn mad well, about. There's a lot of what the declaration is, right, to sort of bring attention to mm-hmm. what should have been a part of the discussion, where the focus should have been, what regulatory agencies, you know, should have done, what doctors and hospitals should have done. You know, we're talking, though, right now about, you know, adverse events, whether, you know, most of these are now, I think we would put them in the category of long-term, although the heart issues and some of the blood clotting and, and to children and, and the loss for pregnancy is fairly immediate, but cancers and things like that, long-term adverse events, which you were never going to see in safety trials that lasted merely a few weeks in the phase three after the second dose was delivered. I want to change the gears, though, a little bit and get into something, you know, maybe in the realm of, of uh, that we talked about, one of the biggest concerns the high wire had antibody dependent enhancement or this idea that somehow you would affect the interaction with the virus. I just recently, last week actually, at the same time where Tony Fauci's 
you know, sort of signaling we maybe at the end of this pandemic or certainly the you know, pandemic phase here in America. I okay. Getting in, he's getting ready to shift gears here, uh, but wow. the way that closed out, I mean, I like what Dr. Malone said there. He sort of summed it up, but one of the things that, that I was so touched by, he says, look, I'm not trying to scare people. I'm not trying to deliver fear out there to everybody. He says, yeah. you know, yeah. but, and then he says, sort of, but, but you, people need to know. And then he said, the American people should be pretty upset about this. So it's as if, look, we don't want to spread. That's not our purpose to let's see how many people we can scare. Right. But you know what? If it's fear that motivates you to listen and it's fear to motivate you to see truth and seek it, so be it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, sometimes the truth is scary. Absolutely. I mean, just, just bottom yeah. line, you know? And and I think I think I have used this term, uh, but I, I'm I'm sort of trying to use it a little bit more, you know, daily and 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 currently now than than in the past because we, those of us who are digging and 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 this is wonderful, I say wonderful truth because truth is the truth is wonderful and especially if it gives you caution and pause to make changes in your life. Not the news right. isn't wonderful, but, you know, we, some of us, if not all of us, are are, are or have been accused of being conspiracy theorists. Mm -hmm. Well, I like to use the, the term as, no, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy realist. Because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it, yeah, it, I got you. It, it is real. Yeah. This is really happening. It's no theory. Right. You know, no, it's real. And I think that's that's really where the rubber meets the road because if all you're doing is throwing stuff out there because the ones that make the statement you are a conspiracy theorist, that statement is a conspiracy theory that yes. I am a <laughs> Yeah, because they have no proof. They have no proof. Right, yeah. It's their theory. That, so unless you, you can prove that wrong, then you, yeah, yes. I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, the, the very statement that, mm -hmm. no, I'm I'm a conspiracy realist. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that the more we use that term, right? The, you know, the, the more of that reality should set in because yeah. that term isn't just, I want to be right. That right. term says... No, my research, my my diligence uh, of of seeking and and uncovering truth and and cons, you know and, and gathering information constantly says that facts are backing up this this reality. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I wanted to yeah, but, but you know these guys are are really really good men. I I, I feel for them. I, I'm grateful for them, and and you know thank. Uh, Adele and the High Wire for having those guys on. So absolutely. Well, let's yeah. go ahead and close out of this one. Uh, any last comments on uh, the other side of the tabletop, Ben? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just still kind of half blown away about the fact that uh, we keep hearing more and more um, about the effects that the jab can have on people and is having on people. 
And I'm just still kind of half blown away by the fact that a lot of what we're hearing is almost essentially what COVID was to begin with, according to, you know, blood clotting and this and that and inflammation. And so you're getting a, a jab that's giving you basically the same thing as what you could have gotten, but yet it's prolonging it even further than technically the actual quote disease or, or virus. Well, it's worse. You know, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm just like half blown away. It's like, like really? Yeah. That's like, I mean, and we've kind of half talked about it. It's like taking a headache medicine that is known to give people headaches. Yeah. Or worse. It's like, so you're going to take the headache medicine. You feel a headache coming on, but you're going to take the headache medicine. But right on there, it says does cause or, or, you know, Frequent, but, frequently causes headaches. Yeah, or or take this. You know what I mean? Yeah, take this. It's like, yeah, it's like I, if I saw a bottle that said frequently causes headaches, and I, I well, my headache's not that bad. I'm sorry, I'm not taking that. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. <laughs> well, I I I sort of liken oh, it to you know the, the the on that analogy of the of the headache medicine the the symptoms could be may cause migraines may cause severe migraines may cause uh, uh short term comas uh right yeah, uh, yeah. and and in and severe cases could cause death right well i i need to take a couple of those because <laughs> i want to get rid of my headache absolutely uh, yes. that's sort of what this is because it's not I just know. you get some yeah. of the same symptoms that you would be getting right, from right. the so called covid but then and it's more, not guaranteed that everybody will. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, then more it's like, than that. But that's it, that's, the, that's the possibility. That's the, that should be the informed consent. This yeah. could cause this. Yeah. But good question, because I wonder how many people, it's even like, if they knew, mm-hmm. but still, well, I'm getting the shot. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, well, how many pills in general do you, do you, do you read that has the exact, quote, side effect listed as what your symptom is? There's many, there's a lot out there. Many. Now it might yeah. So I'm just like you know, I I, I just that's why we were talking about the natural stuff a, a while back on a yes. couple podcasts. But I'm just like at some point you just gotta be like, okay, so I'm taking medicine that could potentially cause the exact same thing I'm taking the medicine for. So y- you almost want to be like, who created this medicine? What were they thinking? I mean, how how are you creating oh. a how are you creating a medicine we know that has the side effect that I am yeah. trying to get rid of? How, how do you, how do you in what what is it? Uh, doctors have that credo: do no harm. Yeah, you know, as a medical or 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 a medicine provider, right? Yeah. You would think that you would have that same core value that you don't want to do any harm and. Why in the world would you create one that has the same side effect? Well, we know why. You, you don't think you would keep going until you could at least get that side effect away so you're at least having something no, different? No, it's too like, easy to create one that's already been out there with all these same I'm, side effects. I'm going to go look now on, on like headache medicine and see if it says may cause headaches because <laughs> I'm curious. I didn't yeah. know if it does, but I'm just like curious now. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, why? Okay, yeah, we, <laughs> we can really dig into that, and I, I, I think that... Uh, I think that study will be, you know, done done and finished fairly quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think those answers will be too hard to find. It's true, yeah. true. I want to, I want to, I want to take some. Uh, Follow the money. Yeah, I want to take some um, 
some pills to keep me awake. Uh, and uh, side effect is may cause, may cause insomnia. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I can't sleep. Oh, well. well. Isn't that why you took the pill? We said. Well, yeah, but uh, I, I've been awake for three days. <laughs> I only wanted to. I wanted, wanted yeah. to stay alert for about two hours. I think you need to call a doctor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Wow. We 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 need we need the we need the uh, uh, the little uh, not jingle but we need the little uh, soundbite of of money. Oh, I mean that's really. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. That yeah, one. that's sorry. that's. I mean that's the answer to all of it. I mean it's it's money. It's, it is. It's, uh, sadly, we're, we're going to be lazy. Sadly. We're well. He said it. He said you know, uh, Doctor Urso mentioned it was the the ignorant way or the the, the uh, I think he said I think he used the word ignorant or the dumb way or whatever he used that yeah that I, I analogy that of here. they're not creative anymore. They're not the 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 lazy. Maybe that's why the lazy way of it just. Oh yeah, yeah. The repackaging yeah, yeah. of the tweak, tweak yeah, this, tweak, tweak that. The same same stuff. Rename it. You know. Well, yeah, and a lot of manufacturers do that. With not just medicine, yeah. they just tweak something, repackage it so that they, because yeah. their old product wasn't selling as much. That's right. But hey, we've got this new product out, even Brand though new. we didn't really do anything to it. That's exactly uh, right. And it's got a new package, yeah. and you're going to pay $15 more yeah. for it than you did before, but and, it's a hot new item. And it's being done with big medicine that does no good. If you remember, if you recall, Absolutely. don't forget this one, is the statement was made by Dr. Urso's pretty much that all of the cholesterol medicine the studies in in women Didn't really have a really was doing decent effect right was doing no yeah. no good wow so those are big wow. big statements being made yeah based on study in reality yeah, yeah. conspiracy realist mm. I like that yes we need to we need to get those t shirts made ooh all right I'm a conspiracy realist. All right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, another great episode. Uh, let's wrap this one up and uh, have a word of prayer as we close out, Ben. All right. Father in heaven, once again, we thank you for being who you are. We thank you that we can, at any given time of day, at any level of concerns or or even praise, we can come to you and seek your guidance. And, and uh, we thank you. Uh, that we have that access. We thank you for those that we've mentioned, that we've been watching and learning from, those three doctors, uh, Del Bigtree, the High Wire. We ask for special care with them. Continue to, to give them the hungering and thirsting for truth, and may they never cease to want to help their fellow man. We ask for special prayers upon this particular podcast that we will continue, even if we reach but a few. That's all that we're after. Lord, uh, help us to seek out truth, and may it only be truth that we deliver here. We, We know that there are some dark days coming. We don't know exactly what's going to take place, but we pray that your spirit prepare us. We ask for special blessings on all of those around the world listening uh, to this particular podcast and episode. Amen. And we thank you again for this platform 
and the mental and the physical strength that we have uh, for doing so. And as we part ways, as we always ask, may every intent of our thought be pure. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.